0: Hi there and welcome back to another Travel Answer Key. I took a poll on my Instagram feed to figure out what would be the most interesting subject for everyone to learn about. And overwhelmingly, most people wanted to learn about packing items from the savvy traveler. So on today's episode, I will be specifically talking about some suggested items that I always pack when I travel, especially internationally. Stay tuned to listen to these tips and tricks for your next trip. So I have also admitted previously that I tend to be an overpacker. For me, I think this is a very feminine trait. We like to make sure that we have absolutely everything that we're ever gonna need. Are we gonna go to a fancy dinner? Do we need the heels? Do we need the dress? Do we need something to change out of before and after the dinner? Are we going to the beach? We need something for that. We need a cover up. We need a towel. We need absolutely everything. We wanna make sure we're comfortable. Let's bring all of our hair products. Let's bring all of our um, face toners, makeup remover, Literally everything, pack your whole bathroom, put it in your suitcase, and let's go. Even though I have a habit of being an overpacker, I have learned over the years to try to reel this in a bit and to pay attention to the things that I bring. Some of my quick tips on that is to plan ahead and just to pack for each day. Plan it out, like one day at a time. What do you need? What do you know you're going to be doing on that day? Pack an outfit. Also try to do something that can be interchangeable. This is a way to make sure that you can maybe wear an item on your trip more than once. Instead of having to pack several outfits that are all individual items, you could pack one thing that goes with many outfits in interchangeable ways so that you look different and feel different, but it helps your bag be lighter and for you to have less stuffed items into one suitcase. I say all of this to lead into, as a savvy traveler, I always try to fit in smaller luggage, especially when traveling internationally. There's less likely that there's going to be elevators in places in Europe or even where we're going in Costa Rica on the trip that I'm hosting this year in October. There's lack of um, elevators, you have stair climbing, uh, it's just easier to fit things on a plane when you're climbing in and out, if you have smaller luggage that you can lift and carry yourself. So just be intentional with the things that you pack. And moving into talking about some things that I would totally recommend as a savvy traveler that is always with me when I travel. First of all, uh, this one sounds a little strange, but I would definitely recommend packing a small power strip, something that has two, three, four plugs. It's really helpful when you're at an airport, when you're in your hotel. If you have multiple things to plug in, instead of having one or two outlets, you now have several, especially in an airport. If you're trying to find a place to charge your phone or your laptop or your computer, the power strip you can always offer to someone who's already been plugged in for a while. Instead of taking over their time for charging, you can now share. That would be my first thing that most people maybe wouldn't think of. The next I think is pertinent for safety as well as in case of an emergency or anything while you are traveling, and that would be a copy of your passport. Either take a picture of it with your phone, keep it in your phone so that you have it on hand and accessible, or actually, and print it out. Take a picture and print out a copy of your passport to have on you. This way, in places like Costa Rica, where it's actually required for you to keep some form of ID on you at all times, you can keep the paper version and store your passport in a locked safe within the room so that it doesn't get lost and it's not something that will end up potentially being stolen or anything like that. And then in the case that you do lose your passport or anything like that you have a copy of it so that you can go to an embassy or get the help that you need in order to get back to your home. Next I would definitely recommend taking a photo of your luggage as well. This way if you do lose your luggage or you have to describe it to someone you're not just like hey the blue one or the black one or the one with polka dots. You have a picture of it and you can reference that when Or if you do lose luggage or it gets misplaced or you need to pick it up from behind the concierge desk at your hotel, whatever. You have proof that that luggage is yours. Next, um, this one is more of a clothing item that I would highly recommend. And it has saved me many of times while I've been traveling, especially throughout Asia and different Muslim countries. There are so many places that require for your head or your shoulders or your knees or something to be covered in order to be respectful of the place that you were visiting. So a shawl or a scarf that can act as a way to cover up those areas is really helpful, especially if it's a hot place. You can take the scarf off when you're done touring that location, the mosque, the church, the Buddhist temple, whatever it may be. It's something that is easily on and off and then you're still respectful of the communities. Also, turning to another safety item, I like to always bring cash. Cash tends to be something that no one carries anymore in this digital age, but cash, an emergency stash of cash, can come in handy when you're traveling just in case your credit card doesn't work, you forgot to notify your bank to let them know, and they've turned off your credit card and you're having some issues. I would definitely bring at least two nights worth of cash, keep it somewhere safe, and that way if you do need help to stay in a hotel and clear things up with your bank, get your credit card working, whatever it may be, you have that cash if you need it. Also a thing to consider is plug converters, especially in international travel. There's been many times that I have actually forgotten to get a converter or Bring mine with me, and it's a pain in the ass to figure out how to charge your phone, how to plug anything in. You can't use your curling iron. You can't use anything. So bring it with you. Buy one. There's ones that are universal that fit into so many different plugs across the world. That would be one that I would suggest strongly. Also with that is a portable charger you can bring one of those pocket size or cell phone size uh, portable chargers with you so that you have an extra battery pack for your phone so you don't miss that picture. If you need your phone in an emergency situation, you can charge it, all of those types of things. It's good for when you're out and touring especially on all-day tours, either excursions or the all-day bus tour or whatever. You don't want your phone to die. There might not be a place to plug it in while you're out and about. So having that extra battery pack, that portable charger will be super helpful. This one is about your gut health. So a lot of the times when you're traveling, there's times that your stomach may not have adjusted to different foods, different water, whatever it may be. So bring Tums, bring Imodium, pack those things so that if you're having gurgly stomach or even diarrhea or anything like that, this will help you get back to your normal self and enjoy your trip even more so. Then also protein snacks. Many of times I've been saved by having some snacks on me either for the plane or the long journey or the long tour when. You're stuck somewhere and food isn't right around the corner. There's not a restaurant. You can't seem to get from one place to another quick enough, especially in layovers if you're running from one plane to another and you don't have time to get a meal. Protein snacks help you uh, not feel sick and stay full and make sure you have the energy for your journey. And then lastly, I mentioned on a podcast uh, previously that a deck of cards can be a lifesaver, that or a good book. A deck of cards can be something that is used to make friends and be inviting and spend time together in a foreign place and just have a commonality to share with one another. It's an easy way to get to know people, to have fun, play a game, just gather around a common thing and then that good book can help you pass so much great time as well as it's inviting and intentional when you're traveling solo, especially rather than being on your phone or working on your laptop. Sitting down and reading a good book is a great way to ease yourself into sitting at a bar, eating out at a restaurant alone, and those types of things. So, these would be my recommendations for what to bring, what to pack, and these maybe not so common items that would be great to bring in your suitcase while you're going on your next trip. I hope these tips were helpful for you in any of your solo travel journeys and if you would like to join a group to travel this year I'm hosting a group trip exclusively for women to Costa Rica this October. Tune in next week for another frequently asked question on the Travel Answer Key.